You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. We're joined now by assistant coach of the New South Wales Blues, of course, uh, former Warrior as well, Greg Alexander, as we look toward tonight's must-win match for the Blues up at Suncorp. Greg, welcome to the program. Doesn't get much bigger than this, does it? I suppose you say that with every origin, but this is a huge match for the Blues. Uh, it is. It is. After after losing last year's series, um, you know, this is uh, this is a massive match for us. We uh, certainly don't want to uh, make it back-to-back series losses. So uh, a huge game up here in Queensland where it's it's always been very hard to, to win. But, um, yeah, big game. What's the trick then? Is there a particular method you want to utilise in order to get one over Queensland? Is there a tried-and-true method of how you actually deal with them and, of course, the rampant crowd up there in Queensland? Uh, no, I, no, I don't think there is. Like, I, I think every game, every team's different. Every team's got different individuals. I will say that, uh, you know, in the 21 series, so only, only two years ago, we... we were able to knock Queensland off uh, twice in Queensland, uh, in Townsville and at Suncorp Stadium. So uh, a lot of the boys, the core of this side, have, have been together since 2018, and there's still a lot of players that experienced that winning series in 21. So they, they, they know what it takes. And while it, is, uh, it does seem from the outside such a daunting prospect to knock Queensland off at Suncorp, and I, I guess history does show that too, that uh, you know, it's it's something that these boys, the challenge, they're up to the challenge. No Mitchell, no Cleary, they're a couple of big outs in, in any occasion. How did the team deal with that from a mental standpoint, knowing those two, those rock star game breakers won't be teaming up with them? Uh, yeah, look, it's it's been a, it's been a great camp. And I, um, I, I, the players, the rest of the team have confidence in Mitch Moses, Damien Cook, who's been there um, plenty of times before. In fact, I think that's Cookie's the game one this year was the first game he's missed since 2018. Uh, so it's good to have him back and Reese Robson. Very exciting to have, you know, a new dummy half along with Cookie. Mitch is, I think, in a, you know a great place in terms of his his own career, his form this season for the Eels, his age, his experience, um, you know, the attributes that he brings, kicking game, running game. I think Mitch is, um, you know, in a sweet spot to to play this game, handle it, and go well. There's been a, a lot around the pressure on Freddie Fitley. You've been there, done that. You've watched him cope over the last few years. How's he sitting at the moment? Is he is he carrying some of this pressure well? Ah, uh, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie's Freddie's Freddie. Um, you know, um, there's a serious side to Freddie. There's a light side to Freddie. Um, but you know, it's it's. Um, business as usual that you know, he knows the ramifications of this game um it certainly hasn't affected him you know he's still on the outside he's uh he's still freddy he's been pretty open with the press again so he's he's ready to go he's he's he'll have the team ready tonight and what about uh, your involvement greg alexander what have you been doing over the lead up to this game and what can you actually do come game time itself i suppose just sit there and, and put, sit on your hands i suppose uh yeah just about just about look we've got two assistant coaches danny badiris um yeah we've got great training staff uh paul mcgregor is also part of the coaching team um yeah there's not a whole lot for me to do um other than observe and um tip uh freddie through the throughout the either the day or the uh the 80 minutes of the game so yeah it's uh yeah <laughs> doesn't matter if i'm ready or not um <laughs> the, the rest of the crew are 
As far as the fitness of the players, you're still sweating on a couple of players, I believe. Uh, maybe where's Cameron Murray at? Uh, what about Liam Martin? Yeah, no, they're, they're both good. They're both good. Uh, Cameron Cameron started the week, um, you know, well in front of Latrell. Latrell, who I was talking last week when we entered camp, Cameron was a fair way down the track in terms of his rehabbing of that groin problem, uh, the groin that made him leave the field the previous fortnight. So he, he'd sort of been two weeks. Um, and he progressed well, Cam, throughout the week. And so he was r- really – he was always confident that he'd be right. The physio team thought he'd be right, and uh, that's the way it's turned out. He's, he's been able to get through the uh, the uh, all the training, trained with the team on Sunday, which was a big session. Liam Martin uh, has been you know, going through the protocols of returning to play after his head knock against the Roosters, and uh, Liam's contact uh, is good to go today. He's, uh, his 11 days is up today, and he's passed everything. So both players that were under an injury cloud coming into the camp are, are being given a green light, and everyone else is fit. Uh, and Latrell withdrawing you know, early last week, only a couple of days into camp, has given the time, the team time to settle in and uh, Stephen Crichton's look good playing left centre and, um, yeah, he'll, he'll be good to go. So everyone's fit and ready. And I'm um, expecting a big one for from James Tedesco. Um, didn't have the best game last time. He got out-jumped at some stage toward the end, but knowing what I know about the way that guy plays, he's going to be absolutely on fire, isn't he? He's going to be very hard to suppress. Yeah, look, he's, you know, and he's a, he's the captain of the side, so he, 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 you know, he shoulders a fair bit of responsibility and he, he sort of bore the brunt of it um, after the game one loss. And, I, yeah, I've got no doubt, like you, I'm confident that Teddy uh, will be able to bounce back. He's been a great player for New South Wales uh, over the 20-odd games that he's played for us and uh, he's always been one of our best and I, I think that'll be the case tonight. And if Teddy plays well, um, and he's one of our best. That's a that'll go a long way to us winning winning tonight. It's going to be huge. Looking forward to it. Around about quarter past ten, New Zealand time. It gets underway. And I've got to ask one last question with a wee bit of cheek and a wee bit of lip. Have you actually ever eaten a bucket of nails? I mean, how hard would that be? Ha, a bucket of nails? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. No. I was, hopefully, but, I, hopefully, I don't have to. <laughs> It was a very strange statement from Paul Corley, but there it goes. Hey, um, Brandy, always good, mate. Thanks very much for your time. Wishing you the best for tonight. Let's hope for a massive game of football like it won't be. It'll be huge. Pleasure. Pleasure. Great to chat. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.